who house? <laughs> or in or in our listeners' head house. Pod house. Yeah. House of pod. Yeah, we're in your ears. What are you gonna do about it? It's nice and warm in here. Yeah. <laughs> this is Pod About Pod, the podcast about making our podcast and what our podcast should be about. Whoa! I'm Rob. And, and I'm, I'm Ryan. By Ryan. <laughs> Tubular. Yeah. I'm leaving that. It's- that's how that's that's the intro today, folks. If this is your first time hearing the show, well, welcome. We don't typically do it that way, but uh, no, that's, that's how it happens today. every time. <laughs> We're just breaking character right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, you know these are strange times and we're feel we're feeling strange, adapting. That's right. It's uh, yeah. This is pod about pod and it is the podcast about making our podcast and what our podcast should be about. And uh, it is the week of January twentieth, the inauguration week. Joe oh. Biden. <laughs> One, what, two weeks after the insurrection. What a crazy, <laughs> like, what a crazy amount of time. And what, like, such like, ah, oh God, I just can't wait for Trump to get out of office and for there to be, like, nothing in the news about him. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for that. I'm very excited. And in the time that we've, uh, in between the time since we've last podcasted they uh now have released the cell phone videos from the actual people oh my god were that were going in and dude i i'm like every time i've seen a clip of it i'm like holy shit (laughs) (laughs) i know what is going on (laughs) did you see that they had like zip tie handcuffs and they were they were gonna try to like take people hostage and i think they were planning on executing that like i've read nancy pelosi yeah like it's <laughs> insanity um john schaefer from iced earth just turned himself in recently for being part of that mob and apparently the uh for so that king 810 band or what the hell is that band? king king 810 yeah they uh didn't they tour with slipknot for a long time yeah i guess their singer was there too Wow! <laughs> big, big surprise. They uh, they used to have people that would go on stage with them that had uh, like oh, that's guns. right. Like, yeah, remember that? Ah, uh, that's like their right. whole thing was like this band. The theme is that they're gang affiliated. That's right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The militia, the militia band, mm-hmm. militia core. I mean, there was a little more street gang than militia. It seemed like now that I'm remembering that, but. Yeah, a yeah. bunch of douchebags. All of them are douche, douchebags. Mm. And um, <laughs> God damn it, it's been a uh, crazy week. Yeah, I'm, um, well, before we get too deep into anything, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. You all can uh, follow all of our links on podaboutpod.com. You can find our social media, our Instagram. We are like way over 300 now i think we're at like 312 something like that on our instagram for followers so like we are like there's a point where your instagram account gets to like 299 and 
on like little accounts like ours, it bounces back and forth between like 300 and 299 for like several weeks. And you really got to break that 310 before (laughs) before the explosion, before you squarely (laughs) hold on to a 300 follower lead there. And uh, so so we're there, folks. We're there. And Keep um, them coming, y'all. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, on potaboutpod.com. You can find all that. You can also, uh, if you enjoy the show that you're hearing, there's a support button. You can support the show by clicking the support button. And um, that is like kind of like a Patreon thing. And like you can support the show for as low as 99 cents a month, which would be wildly appreciated. And we'll give you a shout out on the show if you do it. Yes. You yes. will be mentioned. We will make jokes about you. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Yes. You have always wanted to be made fun of. That's somehow right. On a podcast. Yeah. Trust me. That's right. <laughs> and 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 lately the what the other thing we like to do is we just sort of like to revel in and how great it is to have a podcast. We really just love having our podcast and really it just feels so good to be to be on a podcast when we know that so many people are not on podcasts and, yeah. and we're the lucky we're, we're among the lucky few who who have a podcast and it just feels so good you know what it feels like what's it feel you ever like? you ever you ever felt a weighted blanket oh yeah have one it's incredible right yeah. especially the first time you ever sleep under a weighted blanket you yeah know? This this is relieving all my anxiety. Yeah, that's how I feel behind this microphone with you. That's right. That's right. See, yeah, I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah. It is a really just great feeling having a podcast. It feels good knowing that most of you don't have podcasts. I actually like yeah. that feeling too. That the that's something it about that feels us. good. <laughs> so I mean, it's you know, it's great. It's, oh, man, it's it's so awesome. It's really good. It's 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 so good. It's so good having one, and it's so good that you don't. And oh. I just <laughs> <laughs> this is the weighted blanket of hobbies. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll we'll, we'll eventually get into that at some later day. <laughs> Oh, thank um, God for podcasts. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. But the, this whole business with uh, Trump, this is going to be a uh, crazy. There's like so much military in Washington, D.C. right now. Too. There's 25,000 National Guard troops like around D.C., which is nice. twice as many as they've had in previous um, inaugurations. So yeah. It's, uh, I didn't realize that actually until uh, it was like yesterday. I didn't yeah. realize that the National Guard is almost always the security at inaugurations. Yeah, I guess. I guess in a sort. Yeah, I guess it's like a joint effort with like Secret Service and the National Guard and the local police. It's like a whole mm-hmm. thing, and they're just ratcheted up to like twenty. You know, like all everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, can't blame them. Yeah. True. I uh, I hope that it's the most boring thing. Oh, it ever. sure it will be. It totally uh, will be. <laughs> I hope it is. I hope nothing happens. No one tries to do any stupid shit. And people yeah. Just move on with their lives. Yeah. And we all get our fucking like ten thousand towards an electric car. There it is. <laughs> I know, right? That would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Um. This is also an interesting episode because it's my first episode. I think I've recorded 
while my son's been home. That's true. Yeah, That's true. I figure we're we've been we're doing this podcast now for um, this is fifty five episodes, but I think we're like more at like sixty four really in total. Yep. And typically, I would do these when he's at his mom's house, mm-hmm. and uh, but he's uh, playing on his switch in his room right now, and. You know, we're at 55 episodes. At just at some point I'm going to have to just like balance all this out, man. You know, it's like <laughs> You know, it's just like yeah. you, you got to you, you know, you got to still like do the things you like even when you have kids and you know, so it's uh that's what that's what we're doing. So the the reason I have my son this week is uh ironic given that we've talked so much about Ryan and all of his traveling and <laughs> Having all this COVID, but the potential, and then um, on, and I don't, I, 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 the only reason I'm even mentioning it is because she appears to be fine. There's nothing wrong, but Charlie's mom has COVID, and so I'm holding on to him uh, while she is in quarantine, and she appears to be fine, and it's all good, but it's, you know. Uh, it's, it's, it, and we got tested last week and both came back negative and, nice. um, you know, the, I, I actually ended up talking to the infectious disease doctor for Connecticut children's medical, uh, and asked them, you know, like, are these, are, are these tests like maybe a little unreliable due to the timing of everything? And they thought my sons in particular, was the most reliable since he had actual exposure to his mom mm. and that my exposure to my son was only like three or four days. So they were like, oh, well, if he came back negative, it's good for him. Yeah. You, it's like yours could be a false negative. So I'm now quarantining for, <laughs> for because... I have to now, like both me and my son have to quarantine. So I have been, uh, we've been quarantining since we, I got him. We found out very early into last week that, um, that about her positive test. Uh, and then she still had symptoms as of Friday. And so that's why we're hold, I'm holding on to him this week because just to give her more time to cool down, um, as far as yeah. symptoms go, mm-hmm. sort it out. Yeah. Just, yeah. So then, so then, uh, and, and then the idea being that, you know, he'll, he'll go back on Thursday and by then if the infectious disease person basically said that if, symptoms don't present themselves between you know last friday and this thursday then uh it's likely that those negative tests are are good and we don't have anything so basically we're just sort of monitoring for symptoms but we we feel great nothing so far charlie my son has been um really great high energy no fevers um but you know this is it's 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 just so ironic that like you you do all this flying and mm-hmm. like I'm the one with this like super close proximity <laughs> to COVID. It is it is crazy, man. Like I people don't people may think that you know I I do a lot of traveling. I must have a lot of exposure. 
you know the <laughs> the the most exposure I have typically is is uh, at the airport, which people are deeming super safe now. Wow! Um, and I really, after work, come back to a hotel. Like yeah. I might swing by the grocery store, but I'm masked up. I'm I'm everything, you know. Yeah. And I'm not touching these animals out here in Arizona. Right. And I'm <laughs> and I'm washing my hands, and I got hand sanitizer in the car. Right. You know, it's uh, I'm pretty safe. And I will say, I saw a study the other day that said one of the only reliable things they're finding in um, people that are not getting COVID or the people that are immune is that they have a super strong gut biome. Mm. And I drink probably three kombuchas a day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I figured out how to cure COVID, guys. Um, you just have to be on per diem every day. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. yeah, kombucha every day, guys. Every day. And I eat kimchi every day. Yeah. Now, what would someone do if they uh, have fermentation adverse uh, allergies and... Does that in- exist? Intolerances, yeah. Hmm. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, uh, <laughs> they have probiotic pills, too. Oh, there you go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the ones in the there's a refrigerated section of most um, most uh, uh, grocery stores in the um, what's it called the uh, pharmaceutical aisle. There's like a small fridge. Yeah. Typically, that's where the uh, pills are that are like the 50 billion CFU plus. You know, the super high end good stuff. Yeah. So stack wow. it up, y'all. Wow. Kombucha is pretty cheap too. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never I've I think I've had like one or two kombuchas ever, and really? um, yeah, I I find the 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 fermented tea particles in there just a little. Yeah, some- it's 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 blown up since then. Like this this uh, everything I get now is so commercial. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it doesn't have that vinegar taste anymore. Typically. Right. Yeah, they figured all all that out. Yeah, it's uh those those companies you can spot them a mile away because it looks like their label was made by hand and <laughs> <laughs> it's all you know? just homemade, like yeah. <laughs> bottled, and they just like bring it to the grocery store and put it on the shelf without the yeah. clerks noticing. <laughs> they spell it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so where where are you today in the in the world in this COVID world? Where where is Ryan? I'm uh, I'm back in uh, Southwest Phoenix. I'm uh, I was here right before Christmas. Back this, in Phoenix, uh, same area. Yeah. Yep. I'm uh, basking in the glorious winter of the desert, which means uh, it only gets up to like 80 degrees and then it cools back down. So only only 80 degrees. Only 80. Uh, <laughs> and that's a dry it's, eighty. It's a it's a it's an incredibly dry eighty. Have you ever heard of how it is here? Oh yeah. <laughs> there are magnets at the airport that say it's a dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. It's Have fine. You heard? It, totally, it's, it's it's fine. Have you asked your lungs <laughs> right. and your nasal cavity? <clears throat> I actually. Um, I got to have probably my most desert experience since I've been here Ooh. on uh, uh, Saturday, uh, a couple of days ago. Um, 
We, uh, I have, I, as we know, I have picked up rock hounding. I'm yep. now an expert rock, rock hounder and I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> I, nice. <laughs> now I, uh, I go out there with my little hand, uh, hand rake and, uh, uh flathead screwdriver. And yeah. <laughs> I, uh, go pry rocks out of, uh, the riverbeds. Yeah. Um, there's certain areas I, I, I told everyone about uh, Diamond Point and Payson. That was very fun. I went up to this one here called Vulture Peak. It's mm-hmm. in Wickenburg, Arizona. And uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, it is a spot where there's like an 1800s like, gold mine still there. Oh, wow. Right? Uh, but like 10 miles, away, not 10 miles, like five miles away from that spot, there's a mountain. And uh, with a, they said that it once was a volcano and now it's inactive and it's a mountain or whatever. And uh, it had huge riverbeds on the bottom. And that's where people have been able to find some stuff. And the reason why we chose this one is because it had like six different things that people had said that they found. Wow. Well... Uh, you should find those people and, and complain to them because it is very, very hard to find the specific <laughs> spots where the awesome shit is yeah. because everything else was like like that super white kitchen counter like quartz. You oh, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Like it, super duper white. Could be fucking, uh, what's it called? Uh, marble. Marble, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine like a marble quartz. Yeah. Um, it, that was everywhere. Everywhere, yep. everywhere. And uh, I had zero interest because it's not shiny the way I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm sure that that stuff is out there. Unfortunately, you know, you can over only cover so much ground with your feet. And uh, we got to the point where we were like, uh, <laughs> I forgot to pinpoint my parking spot on my phone. So uh, we, need, we need to get to gr- high ground so we can find the car. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So if you ever do this, guys, yeah, yeah, don't get lost. You don't have to be lost. Actually drop a dot on Google Maps and you can find that dot. Right. (laughs) Um, You have an Apple Watch too, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, so you could do uh, like like mark your car. Yes, that's right. Yep. Could do that with that too. And actually what sucks is my, uh, the only thing I forgot to charge that day. That was the watch. My watch. I bet you I would have met all my rings for working out and all that and my calories easily in the five, six hours we were out there. Right. So when you're out there, like, are you seeing, like, scorpions and any rattlesnakes? Dead dead scorpions. We came across a few. Uh, No rattlesnakes. Um, Are you, like, looking out for them, though? Are you, like, being careful? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You you know the rocks where they could be. The ones where you can't see underneath where they continue, you know, the the ground does not meet up right. with the rock. Like there's a little hole under little there. Little space there. Yeah. We leave that alone. And uh, I had a few moments like there's holes everywhere, right? Yeah. I don't know if snakes hang out in these holes. I know there's a ton of lizards too. Yeah. Um I don't know if they hang out in these holes, <laughs> but I did go on top of a hill and oh, no. there was a big hole, right? Yeah. And I was walking around, I was looking at this one rock and I was tr- kicking it with my foot and right next to it was a hole and I looked in it and I saw an eye and oh, I no. 
screamed and left, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just sprinted in another direction. <laughs> wow. Oh, like, man. Ah! <laughs> uh, dude, I saw an eye, and that eye was like a quarter size. I'm like, I got it. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Wow. Yeah. Um, it did not come after me at all. Uh, <laughs> there was wow. barely anything. But, you know, it was daytime. Yeah. Everything's asleep. Everything's trying not to be seen. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, I think that's like the one of the the hardest parts about the desert is for me is and I probably a lot of people's concern with being out there is the scorpions, the poisonous, venomous mm-hmm. animals that are there. Because, you know, it's like uh, you hear about Australia and like how all mm-hmm. like, you know, they're like a big desert island, basically. And um you know, everything there is poisonous or venomous. And it's like, mm-hmm. I I remember when I was in Arizona, we stayed at this kid's house and there were these like crazy spiders outside. They were just orb spiders, but man, did they look like really enormous menacing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, when we did slimy um, looking, they were shiny. You know. the, the ones the ones we saw in Payson were like the wolf spiders that we have in Connecticut. Oh yeah, but like ready to ready to go. Like they all look jacked. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, they did not look like the same kind of uh, spider at yeah, all. The ones the ones I saw the one I'm thinking of it was like kind of like a fat orb spider, but it was like shiny and kind of spiky. Like it didn't. Ooh. It didn't like have like hair necessarily. They had like spikes on it. It was just a menacing looking insect. And was um, it a banana spider? No idea what it was. It, I I I just remember seeing it and being like, all right, I'm going in the other direction from that thing. It's not uh, <laughs> worth my time investigating that. Um, we had a, a local did tell us that most of the dangerous things out here, you'll be able to hear them before they come after you. Yeah, that's good. They they said the scorpions aren't just going to run up on you, but like snakes and everything, they're going to let you know that they don't want you around. Right. So luckily, that's what I was we we knew the spots were like that's a little iffy. Yeah. <laughs> not not going over there. There's way more nature to walk around. When uh, my a buddy, uh, not buddy, but a guy I know, um I mean, I guess he's sort of a buddy, but like He's an acqu- he's an acquaintance. I don't really know him. You talking? Is this a mic check? It's a mic, <laughs> not a mic check. Um, but um, he moved from Connecticut to. He's we're Facebook friends, and he moved from Connecticut to Arizona. And I, when he first moved, he would post all these scorpions in his garage. Yeah, and uh, so that was always. Fun and they were not big. They were like pretty little, which you know those are the ones you don't want to get bit by. So no. yeah, no. They have those. Uh, isn't it the the orange ones or the super super poisonous ones? Or I don't know much about ones? them. Yeah. My mom, who is from south of Louisiana, mm-hmm. uh, south of New Orleans in Louisiana, and um, when I was a kid in Texas, my mom, my mom's not scared of shit. Yeah. My mom, she one day brought home in a Tupperware a tarantula for me to keep. Oh yeah, and then I used to another have another time. Yeah, I had a tarantula for like 
uh, a month and a half or something like that. Yeah. And it, the anxiety was too much for her, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we, she also did that with a scorpion, dude. And that was that was crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that didn't last a few weeks. And I, my mom was like, "All right, we got to get rid of it. this." Has been crazy. I had I had a uh, I had a tarantula for a year and a half before wow. Charlie was born. So this would have been like eleven years ago. And uh, it molted two or three times in the time I had it, which means wow. which means it got big, you know, for those of you. I'm sure most of you know what molting is, but it's, uh, you know, is when that shedding. Yep. Yeah. It's when they get bigger, they grow and they shed their their old skin and then they're kind of vulnerable for about a week until it hardens. Um, crawfish used to do that. They they don't they're they're pr- I, so. They're pretty low maintenance as far as a pet goes. You basically need to like keep their cage sort of humid and moist, like you. So you have a spray bottle and you spray their tank. Mm-hmm. And uh, crickets, they eat crickets, and so you feed it crickets like every two weeks. And that's mm-hmm. like it doesn't need like food every day. It like you feed it like every two weeks. And then the I, the other thing with spot with tarantulas is you're really not supposed to pick them up because if you drop a tarantula from like waist height, that'll rupture their abdomen and they'll they'll die. So oh wow, they're really delicate. Um, even though they probably don't look like it, like they really don't like being dropped and they can't really handle it because they are just heavy enough to like be injured from a drop. Mm -hmm. So I never picked it up. I never touched it once. I had it for over a year and a half, never picked it up, never touched it. I would use tweezers to clean its enclosure and never took it out. Why would you have a pet that you can't cuddle? Well, <laughs> believe me. I mean, this thing was relatively docile. I mean, it didn't. It would get like you could. You would see it get aggressive with the crickets sometimes. Um, and sometimes when I was like cleaning things out, it would like sometimes like raise its front legs at me. But it was. Other than that, it was pretty pretty docile. It really. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but we I got the the tarantula from a guy in Clinton, Connecticut, who like collected tarantulas and he lived in an apartment in Clinton. Like it wasn't like he owned a house and collected tarantulas. He lived in an apartment (laughs) with like neighbors all around him. And this guy Oh my god! Have I told you this? I think I think I don't know if you told me in person or you said it on the podcast, but it still blows my mind. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, so so this guy, um, he has an insane collection. I mean, I, I like I I would I would venture to say that at the time, and I Lord knows, like, if he is still into this, I, I'd imagine he still is. But um, at the time, he must have had. I, I'm not even exaggerating, like $100,000 worth of tarantulas. Like, so he had a two bedroom apartment in an apartment complex in Clinton, Connecticut. And he <laughs> would, he had a two bedroom apartment, and one of the bedrooms was a spider room. So he lived by himself. I think he might have had a girlfriend who didn't live with him, but was there all the time. And so he just lived in this 
apartment and one of the bedrooms was a spider room and it was like you know those um those uh like shelving units you can buy at like staples or you know like it's just like it, they're probably you know whatever seven six to seven feet tall mm-hmm. and they fit like ones. uh they're not rolling they're like just for an or like an organizing shelf system um okay. And you can, uh, he had all of them in like either some sort of like a small fish tank, like 10 gallons or smaller, like a five gallon or a 10 gallon or in Tupperwares. He used bottles like big plastic jars, you know, those big jars that they would use for like um, cheese puffs. Oh, yeah. He would get like tall, skinny ones of those clear, like from like that, like empty ones from like Sam's Club or something. And Whoa. he would he would put the arboreal spiders in those arboreal spiders are the ones that make webs. Oh, wow. And so and and, and I'm not exaggerating. I, he must have had like, I don't know, a thousand. At least a thousand tarantulas. He was a Dude, breeder. He, he he bred them. Did you walk in that room? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's how I got the thing. How did? How'd you feel being surrounded by spiders? Like if if all this plastic and glass was gone, you it would was, be overcome by spiders. Yeah, you totally would. It was. Um, <laughs> it. I mean, it was kind of like going to like a zoo almost. Oh, okay. It was. You know, it was all pretty organized. It was not like. Uh, it wasn't that like bootleg. It was. But having this many spiders has to be illegal. It cannot be. I don't think owning a tarantula in Connecticut is. I don't know if you. I think you could probably own them, but you can't sell them. So you have to get them out of state if you do get them. Mm. And then to sell them in state probably is illegal. And I don't. But this the whole operation couldn't couldn't have been. It must have been illegal because he had like. The, he had these Indian spiders, dude. That like on the on the like collectors market would go for like India from India, forty fifty thousand dollars. And they were like super ornate, really beautiful animals, like really furry, he big, blue, wow. big blue spiders, like big. They had these like really beautiful spiders. People buy those. Oh, they collect them. It's like baseball really? cards. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. And so w- I went in there and uh, and he had, oh, he had trap door spiders, like the ones that make what? like a trap door and like come out yeah. and like, like take shit. It, it's pretty cool. But it's also like if, if there was ever like a fire or like, and, and <laughs> like if there was ever something that like, you know, these spiders all got out at once, it would be. Oh God. A nightmare for that apartment building. It would be an actual nightmare. Could you imagine? You wake up, you're his neighbor, and you've got the biggest spider you've ever seen has somehow made it into your apartment through your air vent. Oh my god, dude! Like, imagine just being his neighbor and being unaware that, like, on the other side of like a one foot thick wall. <laughs> Is the most <laughs> amount of danger you've ever seen in your entire life. The only way it would be worse is if it's snakes. Yeah. Yeah, that would be worse. Would it be worse if it's snakes? For me, it would be. Yeah, for me. I don't like snakes. I feel like spiders give me a chance to get out of the room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so do snakes too, but I get, but I don't know. Yeah. Like, but if it's a shit ton of snakes, they cover more ground. I just don't like them. 
They, I don't like them either. I prefer neither. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I, it's crazy, dude. I mean, my my my. I never gave it a name. I just it was the tarantula, and uh, when Charlie was born, it was time to get rid of it, and I gave it back to that same guy. Wow. And he still wow. had him. He was still in the business, like a, you know, whatever. Two years later, a year after. Year and a half. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. Now you were you were an avid fish guy. I found this out about you a while back. Yeah. Um, you're not. You have never been since I've known you. But uh, you, you said you you had done that for a long time. Was the tarantula like an evolution of that? Like I'm, I've mastered water. I want to see what I can do with uh, the same materials, just uh, <laughs> well, no it, water. It wasn't. It wasn't so much. Um, at the time, my ex-wife, we, I lived in Clinton, and my ex-wife, as a second part-time job, worked at the fish store in Clinton, mm. and the fish store was also a reptile store too, and they sold like mice and crickets and stuff for food. And so this guy went in and bought crickets and that's how we met him is he was buying like an an outrageous amount of crickets at any given time. He would go in there once a month and then like just clear out their supply of crickets and mice. And so, yeah, because some of those spiders are big enough where you could feed them mice. And so, wow. Yeah. So like uh, the... So he would go and like wipe out all the crickets. And so my ex-wife asked at the time, like, what do you, what are all these crickets for? And he's like, oh, I collect spiders. I have tarantulas and blah, blah, blah. And I think she told me and I was like, oh, maybe he'd sell one. And then the next time he was in, he was like, yeah, there's a few I have that I could let go of. And so it just sort of worked out from there. Wow. And um, electricity, you think? All uh, those tanks. Not much. No, none of them. They don't have, they're not like fish tanks. There's, uh, don't think, mm, there might have been a few of them that might have had some heat lamps, but they're more, it's an ambient temperature. So if anything, you would just raise the temperature of the room. Mm. But I don't think any of them had any special heating or lighting situation. It's probably, at this point, it was probably LEDs. They don't know. I don't think that there, there was no special lighting for sure. Wow. It was just, yeah, it was just them in tanks. Spiders probably prefer it dark. Yeah, dark and damp. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. That's why they're in basements and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, but wow, the, the was it a hard thing to get into, or did you already know a lot of the things that you needed to know about for the tarantula? Yeah. No, I didn't know much. I, I, I mean, it wasn't hard, but yeah, you do. I, I mean, I'm like a voracious researcher when I get into a hobby. So like, uh, I mean this hiking thing, like I've literally been (laughs) like doing like nothing but hiking research for the last, like two weeks straight on like a very narrow folk set of parameters. But that's just what I do. I did that with photography. I did that, you know, with podcasting. I I do that sort of with everything. I just sort of like get immersed Oh, you go um, deep, man. So the tarantula, you know, I, I got the tarantula. I wanted to make sure I was caring for it properly. I definitely didn't want to have it suffer or, um, you know, be in any inhumane situation. The thing with, with, with tarantulas and certain lizards and stuff is that they just sit under logs and wait for food. That's all they do. If they're not mating, all they're doing is waiting for food. 
That's they That's don't. Right. They have no other. They're not like dogs where they need to be played with and and <laughs> and like. You know, need like attention like dogs have been domesticated and that's why they act that way. Like, you know, like they don't have those needs. They need to eat. They're very instinctual animals. And I mean, well, I would say even more so than lizards, like lizards probably need a little more entertainment. Spiders, Mm -hmm. not so much. Spiders just live to eat. And so they just want to eat and they want their humidity to be correct and so they want to be comfortable and they want to eat and that's what they and then they want to mate and that's it old men yeah that's it (laughs) the thermostat food (laughs) they're they're pretty easy in that sense is that they don't they don't need a lot of entertainment and so Mm. um and they hide a lot they he he moves around a little bit like they but they mainly hide that's like what they do Mm. they need a log and sometimes they'll come out on top of the log um, and then sometimes they're under the log and then you, you spray it down in there and, and then you, dr- the best parts when you feed it is when you give it crickets and it just like, you put like, f- you know, whatever, five crickets in there and then it just like murders them. Like so <laughs> brutal. It just like, it's like, God, like you, you've never seen something move so fast. It's so fast. Uh, it's saving all of its energy for that moment. <laughs> like it, it, he had huge fangs. He had like his fangs were probably the quarter of an inch long. Like they were, oh. he was, he was big. He was pretty big by that. Like last molt, he was getting, I was, that was another one of the big reasons we got rid of him was because he was starting to outgrow the tank he was in. Uh, I was going to have to upgrade him to a 10 gallon tank um, mm. soon. So um, and then with, you know, Charlie on the way, it just seemed like a, not a very safe thing to have with an infant around. Yeah. And so um, so and all your all your attention was going to be on this other yeah animal (laughs) so i mean you know it was one of those things where the opportunity presented itself and so then i researched it and kind of got into it with the fish the fish were an easy hobby to like rabbit hole into because um craigslist makes fish keeping like so easy like if you (laughs) want fish don't buy anything new you can yeah Go on Craigslist and you can find a complete and full setup, like pretty easily, pretty inexpensive. Um, and, you know, you can start with like, you know, you can get like size tanks too. Like you can get like 55, 75, 100 gallon tanks, like pretty inexpensively. Um, That's what we did. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like buying new fish equipment is kind of silly. So, uh, you know, it was easy to get 55 gallon tanks. Those are being sold all the time, all day, every day. Like you can get a 55 gallon tank. That's a pretty common size. Mm -hmm. Um, I had at at one point the most amount of water I had in, in our condo was I had three 55 gallon tanks and a 75 gallon tank and we had a wow. 30 gallon saltwater tank and then I had Damn. a 20 and a 10 gallon quarantine tank up upstairs for like sick fish so <laughs> um, you knew your shit damn yeah, I had I had one of those like vacuums that hook into my my kitchen sink so like I could clean out the substrate and it would suck up all the detritus but not suck out all the rocks like wow. Yeah, 
Um, I had uh, I had uh, an African cichlid tank with, and I had a Af- I had a South American cichlid tank. I had a goldfish tank, and then we had uh, a thirty gallon saltwater reef tank. And so the the African cichlids require hard. Um, hard brackish water, which is like a slightly salty water. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- uh, you do that by basically putting like a calcium carbonite substrate, which is basically like shell, like crushed shells as mm-hmm. th- as the but as the base. And the African cichlids are really territorial. They fight a lot. And so you, in order to have a bunch of them, you have to build uh, a cave structure in the tank so that each fish has its own little hole that they can uh, like occupy and you there's have to make a neighborhood for them yeah and so then wow. that gets really fun and then some of them dig a lot and they'll dig up all your substrate and like sometimes your rocks will fall down and it's a whole pain in the ass and like they dig a ton mm-hmm. and um then the south and then those also are freshwater fish that are very colorful. So they have like a lot of like yellows and reds and blues and they look like tropical fish, but they're still freshwater. Um, the, the cichlid, we had one cichlid or we yeah. have one cichlid, I think. So I travel too much. Um, there's a clear difference in intelligence between oh, yeah. that fish and all the other fish. Yeah. Yeah. And we have like 12 different fish existing with each other. Right. But that fish is is that fish is taking its SATs already while everyone's in kindergarten. Like yep. <laughs> Yeah, they're super smart. Yeah, they're they're, they're amazing. Sp- yeah, it's it's funny to watch them sort of uh evolve and 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 propagate the tank. Um the South American cichlids require more acidic soft water. And they're they're good for having like wood. You can have wood uh, pieces in your tank. Uh, and I got into this whole thing of like removing the tannins from driftwood and all this stuff. And like, wow. So like I was like trying to make everything very natural looking. Um, nice. And those fish are cool. They they in some ways look very exotic, but then in other ways look very like like traditional fish they just like kind of have like gray and brown and black markings and um but they're cool they they, they have their they bring their own but one of the like more uh popular uh south american cichlids is an oscar some people have heard of an oscar they're yeah, brown and, yeah, and they're yeah. they get very big uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can get when they're really hardy. So people I often buy them really small as a baby and they think they're cute and then they get freaking huge and they're yeah. super aggressive. So like you put them, you put other fish in the tank with them and they just like murder the shit out of them. Like immediately. Um, My, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, an uncle that had like an enormous tank. Yeah. And two of the biggest Oscars you've ever seen. Well, the f- and they both look like they got into bar fights. Yeah. They yeah. had scars all the way across their faces. Another one is called a Jack Dempsey. And that was an old boxer in the thirties. <laughs> and that's why they're called that because they fight all the time. <laughs> and they look like, uh, like what I imagine a piranha without teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, the funny thing about Oscars too, is if sometimes you can like find videos on YouTube of like a single Oscar 
and it will like shake at the glass when it sees you coming. And sometimes they'll let you pet them and stuff. They have like a lot of personality when they get really big. Really? The other thing is when they get really big, they also can eat mice. And so a lot of people will throw like live mice into the <laughs> into the tent. It's crazy. Like <laughs> it's insane. Wow. So, yeah, the I never had a, I never had an Oscar, but I had um they what are called like silver dollar fish. They're like really mm. tall, flat fish. Angel fish, like there's freshwater angel fish that are, uh, those are South American, sick, uh, South American fish that require those. Um, the other thing that's cool with the, uh, South Americans, you could have like different strata, meaning like there's the, 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 the ones that, that live at the bottom of the tank on the ground. And then there's ones that live in the middle strata and then the upper strata. And they, they, so you have like different parts also the other thing with the this see this gets like really nerdy guys i'm sorry is um (laughs) the other thing with both of these types is that they often live near rivers so what's fun is you can often put a uh a blow not a blower what the hell is the word for it it's a um a wave generator it's not a wave generator but it's like a current it makes a current and 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 it like and and so they'll swim in it it's kind of fun um yeah, so it's uh, not a fan. Why, why can't I think of the word for this? You're a circulator. I, I, maybe it's like a circulator. It's it's been a long time. But the other thing then was too was like the, also the water chemistry was like really interesting to me. Like learning how to do filters and like I like you. That's where you evolve is like going from like the back of the tank, like like those hanging filters that's on the back of the thing to like canister filters that are down below and mm. like maintaining all those. And by the height of my fish keeping, like all my tanks had canister filters down below, really big ones that like water was like crystal clear all the time. Like it was perfect. Like that's awesome. Yeah, it was um, something I, I, I actually enjoyed quite a bit. And I like if if. I found myself in a more permanent dwelling. I would, mm-hmm. I'd probably get another tank, but not go so bananas. Um, the other thing I, I, I got into was goldfish and goldfish in particular are kind of fun because people often get goldfish and they'll stick like a bunch of them in like a 10 gallon tank when one goldfish requires 10 gallons just to itself. And really? so I had a 75 gallon goldfish tank with only like five goldfish in it. And you big? yeah, that's how you get them big. That's I was trying to get them big. And I had the fancy fat ones that like would waddle around yeah, and dude. they're super cute. And uh, they're really some of them can be very expensive. Like they're very, like like it's again, people kind of collect them. So like it's like if you get like if you you would go to like a specialty goldfish store that like kind of specializes in fancy goldfish and mm-hmm. try to, you know, kind of. But the thing is, they're they're cold water fish. And sometimes people would go with really high end goldfish tanks. will put a chiller to bring the water temperature down. And so it, they're actually high maintenance they're, because they're super dirty. They eat and they poop like crazy. And so you're, you constantly have to clean up after goldfish. Yeah. And uh, the water temperature, they're very sensitive, especially the fancy goldfish. They're very sensitive. I had this really 
uh, cute goldfish that like got this like puffy scale disease where all of its scales kind of like puffed out like a porcupine. And it was just Whoa. so like sad. I was like so bummed out. Like I was like, I couldn't, I was like, I tried desperately to save it. And just like after like three weeks of like putting every chemical I could, you know, was researching and could not oh, save this sucks. damn fish. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. Our goldfish is like nine or ten years old. Dude. I know. Yeah. Is it a fancy or is it like a koi? I looking? know. She got that at uh, Haddam Fair. Yeah, those ten, <laughs> those are super robust. And it's crazy because it looks like a koi now. They're, well, they are. They are koi. Is that they're, what that is? Yeah, they're carp. Okay, that's a carp. Uh, a goldfish okay. is a carp. And a koi is a carp too. Yep. That's right. Okay. That's why Magikarp looks like a carp. I yeah. Mean, a, a <laughs> <laughs> They're also invasive species. Like if you put them in like ponds and shit, they'll they'll fuck shit up. Like they'll they're, take over. Yeah, they're 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 aggressive. They eat so much. Wow. So how long till he's a Gyarados? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on how you train it, how many times mm -hmm. you you fight it, what kind of stress you put it under. He's not. He's not fighting well. He's he's already killed all the crawfish. So wow. that's why he's getting big. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, no, fish is super interesting, man. Once we have a different living situation too, I definitely. I I've always had this dream of having like an indoor kind of a pond and like the. Oh, uh, that's like a thing people do. Yeah, I love that. I, I think that's the most baller thing you could have besides like a porcelain fountain in the front of your house. <laughs> there are some and, people. Uh, it's it's very cribs, you know what I'm saying? Like it's impressive. Well, if you start getting into the the the, the freshwater fish forums, which are filled with crazy people, um, <laughs> there are people who, in their basements. Mm -hmm. They build like psych walls uh, all along their foundation of their basement, meaning like uh, seamless walls where they like curve up with the concrete rather than yeah, coming yeah. to a point. And then they'll concrete in a wall and they'll make a pond in their basement with like wow. pond filtration. And it's crazy. They'll basically get like pond equipment and do it in their basement make a grotto in their house yeah and some <laughs> some people will make plywood fish tanks like out of sh out of sheets of plywood and plastic and and they'll seal it all up drill it all up and then they like put plexiglass on one side so that <laughs> really yeah and then they'll wow. they'll sock it in with concrete they'll build it into a wall so that it, it holds the water pressure because because mm, okay. because plywood on its own, if you just like seal it and drill it together, is not strong enough to no, take that. Not. But you but you can in, kind of enclose it in concrete, put plexiglass, maybe it's something thicker than plexiglass, but it's like some sort of a consumer grade glass mm -hmm. that they they put on one side. A lot of aquarium like custom built like fish tanks that you see at like dentist office and shit like are built that way. Really. Those are like not some some of them are. But like if you see some that are like weird shaped, like those are usually some kind of like a wood custom built sealed mm -hmm. off reinforced kind of thing. I'm going to go down such a YouTube rabbit hole tonight. Dude, it's, it's, yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> that, that 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 seems like an incredible hobby. Like yeah. a, a, like if you're someone who knows 
those things and it's like you could be one of those people that rich people pay to take care of their tank every week that well that that was sort of a, an idea of mine back then was maybe i might get into sort of like uh upkeep yeah yeah kind of like fish like, tuning yeah <laughs> Because there's because there's a lot of uh there there's a lot of people who get into it who it's like weird. Most people who get into it are such nerds about all the technicals. I'm like really geeky on technical things. So yeah. like I'm like a huge gear nerd. So like if there's gear that you can attach to things and use with stuff like I'm I'll know everything about it and how it all works. And so you know, that's uh technical sort of construction of things like that and oh, and yeah. creating yeah, a system. That. Oh, that's the other thing I love doing is, is making a system. Yeah. You know, and so <laughs> Fish tanks are the ultimate like system that you can make. And same thing with like hiking with all this like hiking stuff I'm getting. It's like you're creating a system that's going to work and operate almost on its own. I mean, mm -hmm. like with the hiking stuff, I obviously I have to like use the stuff, but like you get it to a place where it's like you don't need any more than that. And you don't need any less that you you're like you're perfectly balanced and and everything that you need right, and so it, system building is very interesting to me. And so fish tank fish keeping is like uh like cherry picked for that kind of brain. <laughs> There's nothing better than researching some new gear. Yeah. There's nothing better. Yeah. You and I geek out on music shit so much. Right. <laughs> well god it's you know that was this has been an interesting show i don't even know what i'm gonna title this show because it's yeah, just drifted <laughs> off <laughs> yeah. i don't know what to title this one um the last hobbies. one was hard a lot yeah the, the hobbies <laughs> there we go yeah, yeah new hobby hobbies new and old yeah <laughs> rock hounding and fish there there you know what hobbies new and old you heard it yep. here first, folks. Yeah. Maybe I, I, I definitely feel that I'm I'm uh, slowly starting to um, research the, the mineralogy and all that. Right. Um, with doing all just having this opportunity to be around so many um, spots where people find cool shit. Right. That I, I feel like I'm starting to uh, uh, research this stuff a lot more. I, yeah. I definitely, I definitely can appreciate the the diving so far into fish tanks. You know, yeah, uh, it's uh, that's got to be, it's got to be very fulfilling too, knowing that you can control an environment that way. Right. And like the guys that that know this rock hounding thing, like you know the the old guys on the YouTube channels have been doing this forever. It's like. Yeah. They look at anything and be like, "Yeah, if it dusts that off, it's going to be apophyllite." Right? <laughs> you know, like it's that's incredible to me. Yeah, you I, I, I think there's definitely like I think with the rock hounding, like it's uh, I think I would equate it with like the search, like yeah. it's it's like a hunt, you know. And so like I think that's also um, something that like people with OCD tendencies can really dive into and like oh, keep yeah. you know like the, the just because like i think there's such a reward system in finding it mm 
that you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I were I, like, I like, I want that feeling again. And so yeah, you, I'll work you, nine hours for that again. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. And then, you know, you, you pair it in with like potential like hiking opportunities and sort of nature. Like it all kind of like adds up to something that could be, uh, I think a really fun hobby. So yeah, I totally get it. Super rewarding. Yeah. At least it's exercise. Yeah, totally. You know? And I'm not, uh, playing a video game. Right, <laughs> you know, I'm not yeah. eating. Right, yeah, <laughs> I know that's definitely this thing in this quarantine. That's uh, you know, and I'm socially distanced. There it is. <laughs> All right, well, it's me and the scorpions. <laughs> I think we're gonna we're gonna call it a day on this one. Well, yeah. the, the hobby episode. There we go. Hobbies, new and old. Let's see if I remember that for when I upload this. No, uh, funnier. <laughs> nah, I mean, honestly, like sometimes like when we go into like these like weird unrelated territories from like the mm-hmm. beginning, middle and end, it's like uh, tough to sometimes come up with a good title. Last week's was hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can call this the the one right before inauguration. That's right. <laughs> That's the timestamp. <laughs> well, all right, folks. Well, again, you can find all of our links at podaboutpod.com. Again, if you feel like supporting the show, please hit that support button. Uh, ninety As low as 99 cents a month would be a huge help. Also, if you're listening to us on Apple, uh, make sure to rate and review the show. Make sure to follow the show if you're a Spotify user. And I don't know what works on the other platforms, but, uh, you know, we have a fair amount of you tune in and stitched uh, uh, Stitcher users. So whatever you have to do to follow us on those platforms, uh, do that, too. It'd be a big help. Thumbs (laughs) up. Do your part there, too. Yeah, I don't know what, what it is you could do, but do it. I think tune in is thumbs up. Is it thumb? Okay, so yeah, do thumbs up. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. We will have a new president in the next episode of Pod About Pod and hopefully an uneventful inauguration. Yeah, hopefully everyone's alive. Yeah. Doing well. Crying in their homes if it's bad. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. We'll see you in the next episode. All right, Rob. Peace. Later. Peace.